What's up, everyone? We are live, I hope. I don't really know what I'm doing with this live shit, but I don't know if the chat's going to work either. I have it there. Let's see. I'm going to do a little test. Test chat. Tester. No. Not working at all. Whatever. You get the point. Uh, so I hope so. I hope some people engage here. Uh, just looking to recap the shitty series in Oakland. Um have some time to put out some content for the podcast. We've really been stuck with like one episode a week, which kind of sucks. But, you know, try and get some content out here. Yankees really sucked in Oakland. And it sucks for us because anyone on the West, anyone on the East Coast watching these West Coast games, uh, to stay up that late, which I'm, I'm up late every night anyway, so it doesn't matter. But to stay up late to watch games where your team is just fucking, like, you just want to fucking rip the hair out of your head, it sucks, right? So, these games, it's like, the Yankees were, the Yankees had a lead for, like, three seconds. In in the two games, I think, the two games that they had a lead, it was only for, like, half an inning. The the very next inning, they gave it back up. So, that sucked. Um... But I'm trying to, you know, you have a team right now that's 83 and 46. And you see I have on the video here, State of the Yankees. They have an eight-game lead still in the AL East. They have the best record in the American League. Second best record in Major League Baseball. By the end of this series against the Dodgers, they might be the best team in Major League Baseball again. So when you have a team like that, it's tough to just be negative. I mean, it's not tough for, for a lot of fans, but... It's tough for me to just sit here and be negative even though they've had a, a bad series. So you got to try and look at some of the positives here, right? I need to look at the bullpen, right? The bullpen is finally rested. It's been a long time coming. They're rested. There's no excuse now moving forward in these next couple series that they can't be used uh, multiple innings, multiple games. I think Adovino really is our only big guy that was used over this time over this time span uh, in Oakland. And you know what? The bullpen was friggin' unreal. I think the only guy to come out of the bullpen, even though it wasn't our top tier guys, the only guy to give up a, a, an earned run was Chad Green over a couple innings. Loisega pitched two and two thirds. He was he was. Uh, didn't give up a run. You had Adovino. You had uh, who else? You had a couple guys uh, that jerk off uh, Luis Sessa. Even he didn't give up a run. Starting pitching hasn't been great, and a lot of people are going to be nervous going into going into the playoffs. I get it. I you know I don't blame you, but I honestly this series in Oakland I don't even blame I don't even blame the starting pitching. Sure. Is it I mean I guess you you want to sit here and say that the reason we lost, yeah, they gave up more runs than the offense was able to score. But were they that bad? I mean, we had a 6-2, 6-4 and 5-3 game. So let's just look at the offense for a second. So in game 1, you want to start you want our starters to give up less than two earned runs, less than two runs because our offense only scored two, right? So that would mean our starting pitching, if you're going to blame them in that game, our starting pitching had to give up one or zero runs. You can't expect that out of any staff. Then let's go to game two. I mean, the Yankees scored four. Is that enough to win a game? Yeah, I think four is like the cutoff, right? I think four 
is where you can start to say, look, your offense wasn't great today, but they put up four runs. It should have been closer. But again, 6-4 game, your offense isn't explosive like it is every other night. And then, and then, and then last night, 5-3. Tanaka did not have it. He didn't have it. But this offense, again, only scored three runs. So to me, I think the offense took a little break this week, these last three games. And you know what? I'm okay with it. Because I understand that they are still playing for something. They're going to lock up this division. And like I said, even after this shitty four-game losing streak, three in Oakland, they lost the last one to Cleveland, even after this shitty streak, they are still the best team in the American League. They are still only a couple games behind the Dodgers. So when you can have something like that, you can't sit here and say it's the end of the world that that they got swept by Oakland. You, you just can't. So the bullpen's rested. You got that going forward, right? Uh, even even in the innings that they did pitch this past week, they looked good. And you got to look ahead now. I think this series is a pretty good indicator on how this team is going to face, face up, match up against good teams moving forward. Um, this team has been very good against teams over 500. They've been good all year. Uh, but this is, this is, you can say a world series preview. You don't know. I mean, odds have it that the, the Dodgers and the Yankees could very likely be the two teams from each league playing each other in the world series this year. So, you know, to me, these next three games, I think mean more to, to the fans. They mean more to the players. I heard Boone on WFAN the other day, you know, admit that these games do mean a little more. And I like I I like hearing the honesty because it does mean a little more. I don't think the Yankees and Dodgers have uh, I, I don't know I googled this I, and I could be wrong I could just be forgetting. Um, I'm not good with memory shit like that. Christian is normally, but I read like since 2013 they haven't played each other at least at Dodger Stadium. I don't know, um, but that seems off to me. But regardless, I mean. These two teams haven't faced each other when when they've been this competitive in a long time. You got Paxton going tonight, who, in my opinion, is throwing the most important game in his Yankee career so far. I think James Paxton has to come out tonight and prove to us, prove to the New York Yankees, that he can pitch in the postseason, he can pitch in the big game. And I think tonight is the stage to show that. I'm not sitting here and saying that if he gets beat up or if he, you know, if he comes out and doesn't really put up a a top-notch performance that he can't pitch in October. I'm not saying that. But I think if he comes out and he's dominant, he's he's going to prove to all of us that we can count on him in the big game. And I think that's extremely important because everyone's biggest fear is the starting pitching staff. And rightfully so. When you want to break this team down and you want to look at their pitching statistics here, I think they have a cumulative pitching staff, bullpen and starting pitching. I think they have a 4-5-3 ERA, and I think the league average is 4-5-2. So as a pitching staff in hold, I mean, they are below average, which sucks. I mean, that's, that's you're typically, you, when you look at every team below average, Every other team there, there, there's no other contending teams that are below average in, in ERA. 
But at the same time, you you can't just look at stats. You got to really break this thing down. No one can sit here and tell me that they don't trust Masahiro Tanaka in a playoff game. He's been one of the best playoff pitchers in all of baseball in the last, you know, four years in any appearance that he's shown. I think he's a 1-5-0 ERA in the postseason. You trust him no matter what. You trust him more than most guys out there right now. Then you got, you know, you got Paxton. He's a big question mark. But like I said, tonight, tonight you can sit back and if he has a dominant performance, you might feel differently about him. You might say he's another guy that you can trust. Sevi, we don't know. We don't know what he's going to do. But if he comes back dominant, if Sevi comes back dominant and he's the Sevi that we all love, at least in the beginning half of seasons, if he's that guy, you trust him. Domingo Herman, who, you know, outside of a few starts, the guy's been really good. He's got a lot of wins. He's 16 and three, right? Something like that. 16 and four. Let me pull it up. And then you got Herman, like I was saying, 16 and three, four, four, one, five ERA going up against Kershaw. So there's just so many different variables coming into this, this series right now that we have something to look forward to here. And like I said, they didn't come out of Oakland with you know, only a three-game lead in the AL East or the second-best record in the American League? Yeah. Did did Houston gain a few games on us? Yes. Did the Rays gain a couple games on us? Yes. I don't even give a fuck about the AL East, to be honest. They it, it, Listen, if this team blows the division lead and they don't win it, they don't deserve to win it at all. And you, and you shouldn't look forward to them being in the postseason. So, end of story. So stop even caring about the division. This team blows the division. Shouldn't even shouldn't even be excited about them being there anyway. Um, but I'm I'm looking forward to the pitching. I think the Yankees have a lot to prove right now in a sense of these guys being trusted. And it all starts tonight with James Paxton. I'm telling you right now, and, and I'm not excluding CeCe Sabathia here, he's starting game two. At least he's scheduled to start game two. Look, the guy, CeCe Sabathia will go down. People, You guys can fight me on this. People can say I'm an asshole for this. But CeCe Sabathia will go down as my top five favorite Yankees of all time. He will. I love everything about CeCe Sabathia. I think he's a fighter. I think he's a, a, a just everything. Everything good you can have. As, as a quality, as a starting pitcher, I think CeCe Sabathia has represented in his time here. But he's got nothing left. And I think if CeCe Sabathia was sat down in a room and told that he wasn't going to be on the postseason roster because they didn't feel like he had what it, what it would take to, to take this team to the next level uh, in the postseason, I think he'd sit there and I think he'd, would want what's best for the team. And I think eventually that's what's going to happen. And I don't think game two of this series, you can really, you can really judge anything that the Yankees do it in that game, because you have a guy who's not going to be there on the mound in the postseason. Dodger series is going to be the toughest three games of the season. Yeah, I, I guess, I guess it is. But, but again, I mean, I think that the Yankees really haven't played too many tough series this year because they've just been so good. 
So what? So what's so? So what's so tough about this series that they're the better team? That they're the one team we're facing in however long that has a better record than us? Sure. I mean, we can all sit here and say this is the toughest series because they're playing the best team they've faced all year. But at the end of the day, I'm not really looking at it as a tough series. I'm looking at it as these guys need to come out fired up. These guys need to know that every single person watching is saying this is what we can be watching at the end of October in the final series of the entire season. I think this series is the toughest, not necessarily physically, but mentally in a sense of, I mean, let's go out there and let's show the world because we're on a big stage right now. Let's show the world that we are capable of going out there with James Paxton and Domingo Herman and winning two out of three games at least. I think that's going to be the toughest part. And you know what? If they don't, I'm not going to sit here and say that this team can't win a World Series. But if they do, I'm going to be a lot more confident that they can. Because we all know that the starting pitching right now is going to be the weak spot of this team. So if you want to go into the postseason and say, look, it's a toss-up. Outside of Tanaka, I don't know who I can really trust in the big game. I can't sit here and fight that. I feel the exact same way. Now, it was the it was a perfect storm in Oakland because not only did the starting pitching suck, but the offense, who hasn't sucked all year, fell asleep and didn't show up. And that's why that entire series was just a, a fucking just a shit show. It was a complete and utter shit show. You had fucking people on the East Coast staying up till 12, 1 in the morning to just to watch this team come out dead. But that's going to happen, and the Yankees don't play well in that shit box with the fucking college marching band in center field or wherever the fuck they are. I felt like I was watching a college football game. It's bullshit. This is a, ba- this is a baseball game. Dodgers struggle against left-handed pitching. The Yankees have a chance in winning. The- yeah, that's another thing, too. Um, and Joe Girardi, I believe it was Girardi, made a great point when I was listening on uh, WFAN. I think he was on with Francesa. And he said that this team was is built right now to beat the Boston Red Sox. And in, in, in reality, they are. I mean, they're stacked with left-handed pitching. And the Red Sox struggle against left-handed pitching. The Dodgers struggle against left-handed pitching. Um... But the Astros don't, I, I believe. I mean, I, I think I think that when all is said and done, the only team that's going to matter is the Houston Astros. Because I think if the Yankees can get past the Houston Astros and win the pennant, because I, I, there's no way they're facing each other in anywhere but the ALCS, I think if that can happen, I don't, I'm not scared of the Dodgers. I'm not. They might be the better team on record, and I'm not saying they're not a phenomenal baseball team because they are, but they don't scare me the same way the the Astros do. And last episode of the MIYST podcast, episode 139, we talked about the the difference between playing for home field advantage, which is crucial, as opposed to sacrificing our players' health and getting them healthy. What's more important? And you look at it like this, right? I know he had a rough series, but let's just take it as a whole. <clears throat> Would you rather play and have home field advantage, but let's say have a an injured DJ LeMayu or Glaber Torres, or take your chances of not having home field advantage, but making sure those guys are healthy and having them 
having them in the lineup, which which do you say the Yankees have a better chance? No DJ or Torres, but having home field advantage or them being healthy and risking it on the road? I don't know. I, for me, I'd rather have a healthy team, and that comes first. And, yeah, I mean, the Red Sox, be, I'm not, look, look, when I say I'm scared of the Houston Astros, I'm not saying that the Yankees can't beat them. The Yankees can fucking beat them. The Yankees can beat anyone. You want to know why? Because they're the best fucking team in the American League. And something that's wrong with this fan base right now is that we like to complain about every little fucking thing. And I'm not sitting here and I'm not saying that this series didn't suck and that this team doesn't suck right now over these last few games. And I'm not saying that you can't be frustrated because you can be. I'm frustrated. It sucks. But don't fucking forget who you are and who you root for. This team is the best team in the American League. No matter what you want to complain about, no matter what statistic you want to throw at me, no matter what you want to say about the starting pitching, guess the fuck what? They are the best team in the American League. And after this series, they might be the best team in baseball again. So stop the bitching. The bitching has to stop. It's gotten out of hand. You want to complain about this team last year when, even when they were on pace to win 100 games, but they're, you know, 10 games behind Boston or 9 games behind Boston? You want to fucking complain because they're not playing as, as well as the team above them? Fine. But this team is the best team in the American League, and I see fans just putting them down like they suck. Someone tweeted to me the other day that this team has no chance in the postseason. You know what? They go fucking root for a team that does have a chance. Seriously. Go root for a fucking team that you think has a chance. Because a true fan, everyone says, oh, fanatic, we have emotions. No, you know what the fucking, you know what the true definition of a fanatic is? Someone who embraces a team. Go look it up. It's someone who embraces a team or an object or or anything. You want to be opinionated? Of course, we're all going to be opinionated. You want to sit there and say, I have, I have trouble being confident that this team can go through in the postseason and win it all. That's a normal statement. But to sit there and say they have no chance in the postseason, go fucking root for a team that does, okay? You want to take your matter-of-fact opinion, go root for a team who does, because when this team wins the World Series, I don't want you, root, I don't want you celebrating with me. I don't. I want to celebrate with fans who, in the worst of times of this team, said, you know what, but we're the New York fucking Yankees, and we can win it all. I'm sick of it, and I hate ripping on the fans. I do, because there's, there's so many times that I'm frustrated too. But my God, you would think that they root for the fucking, oh, the Marlins. Seriously. We got a lineup right now, if anyone cares, if anyone hasn't seen it. We got LeMayu leading off at first base, Judge in right field. Glaber at second, Sanchez catching, cleaning up, Didi batting fifth at shortstop, Urshela, third base, batting sixth, Gardy, center field, batting seventh, Cameron Maben in left field, oh, I'm sorry, LeMayu first, Judge two, Glaber three, Elgari four, I know, I was right, Maben eight in left field, Paxton rounding out the lineup, starting pitcher, batting ninth, please God, just don't get hurt, that's what scares me too. Got these National League games now with the pitchers batting so close to October. Jesus, don't run. Barely swing. Glad I got my rant out. But it's the truth. You know, growing up as a Yankee fan through the through the late 90s, through that dynasty, it didn't matter what the team did over three games in Oakland because you, you just knew that they were going to fucking win. So what has this team done for you? This team that is 37 games over 500 that has been injured all season 
but still maintain the lead all year? What have they done for you to not be confident that they can win? The starting pitching? Okay, I get it. We all get it. But guess what? They're still winning. They had a rough series. Over three, four games, that's enough to just say, fuck it, this team sucks. They're done. That's enough for you? Go root for another fucking team. Seriously. If that's enough for you to say that's it, they're done, they can't do it, then go find a team who can. The Houston Astros have a really good shot. Go root for them. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to tell you that the Yankees have flaws just like any other team. And their flaws are really scary. The flaws that they have become very scary in October, and I get that. But like I said, break it down player by player. You have Masahiro Tanaka. Is there any other pitcher that you're more confident in in the postseason? Find me a pitcher who has better numbers in the postseason over their last you know, five starts. Find one. Starting pitcher. You will not. Sevi comes back strong, which who knows? I, I have no idea. It's a big question mark. But if he comes back strong, first half Sevi, because you're getting him first half, right? He's not tired down post All-Star break, Sevi. If he comes back as Luis Severino that you know, that can be dominant. You're not, you don't trust him? James Paxton, he's got the big set of fucking balls. I'm telling you right now, he's going to go out there and he's going to throw a gem tonight. And after tonight, you're going to say, you know what? I fucking love Big Maple. I'm throwing him on the mound in October. And then guess what? Then you're sitting there going, wow, we actually might have three decent starters. What are we even going to do with Domingo Herman? Because he's been pretty good. You got fucking Herman now too. So let's go. Let's get confident. Any news on Stanton? Yeah. Uh, just trying to think. I know Luke Voigt is expected to join the team when they get back next Friday. Um, and Stanton is with the team now. I don't know. I Something was said, and I just can't remember when he's going to start getting back into the swing of things. Could be mid-September for Seve Batances. And I'd have to honestly admit, uh, I'd have to honestly say that I think Stanton will be back around that time too. Stanton, I heard also the other day, he wants at least a few weeks of at-bats or something before he uh, before he feels ready. He might not get those at-bats. But, hey, look, it's another thing with the fan base too, just ripping Stanton, you know, just saying like, oh, you know, we don't need him back. We don't want him back. Yes, you do. These guys have been awesome, right? Talkman's been friggin' phenomenal. Mabin's been great for this team. Yeah, he he hasn't been that, hasn't looked that great lately. But when you can take Stanton and throw him in a lineup, man, we got to give him a chance. What? What? You don't think he can hit in the postseason? Why? Because he didn't last year? So that just means that he can't? You can't tell me that he can't hit in the postseason. He hasn't. That doesn't mean he can't. Give people a chance, dude. These guys are on your team. They're on the team you root for. All right. I'm heading out. Does anyone have any questions? Anything they want to talk about or have me talk about or whatnot, whatnot? I think I'm going to post this on the iTunes page. If you don't follow the MIYST podcast, uh, give us give us a little sub- subscribe on uh, iTunes, YouTube. We have 139 episodes. This is going to be a bonus episode. We're gonna start. I'm going to start doing bonus episodes, boner episodes, because we got to put out more content, man. Follow us there. We got it. We got. We're trying to get approach 8,100 followers on on Twitter, which is nice. Uh, 
iTunes, leave us a rating and review, man. We got 160, I think, or so. We need some five-star ratings and reviews. And uh, subscribe to the YouTube page. We got close to 200 subscribers. We're growing. We're getting there. You know, we started this a couple years ago, a couple seasons ago. 139 episodes in. We keep pounding. We got, uh, we have some big interviews, too. If you want to scroll back through our uh, through our Rolodex of episodes, we you know, our 100th episode, we got to interview John Sterling, which is friggin' incredible. Bob Clappish came on with us. Bob Ho- uh, Brian Hoke, uh, Jack Curry. We've had some big guests. Brett Boone. Brett Boone interview was friggin' phenomenal. He just rips on Aaron Boone the entire time. Um, yeah, look, let's fucking go out there and let's beat the Dodgers. I think it starts tonight. I think James Paxton is fucking dominant tonight. I think he's beyond filthy tonight. I think James Paxton goes seven and a third. Write this down. Yeah, I'm going to write it down. Seven and a third, two earned runs, four hits. Write it the fuck down. Seven and a third, two earned runs, four hits. You know what? Fuck it. Ten strikeouts and ten strikeouts. I think the Yankees win tonight. I think they get fucking demolished tomorrow. I have no faith. Again, I love CC more than anyone, but I don't. I have no faith in him anymore. I think they get demolished tomorrow, and I think they come out Sunday Night Baseball, and I think Domingo Herman puts on a show for the world, and I think they win Game Three. I think it'll be a little higher scoring game. I think you got like a six-five game Sunday night, maybe seven-six. Something close, something higher scoring tonight is going to be a pitching, just a fucking absolute, a brilliant performance by James Paxton tonight. You got Domingo on Domingo, man. I'm telling you right now, write it down. Seven and a third, two earned runs, four hits. And if he does it, I'm coming back live just to scream into the microphone. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. I'll be posting this on, uh, on iTunes. We got a shit ton of subscribers there. Watch us, uh, watch us on YouTube. Subscribe there. Obviously, you're watching us now. M- uh, Mr. Ed Donuts, thank you. Chris Cologne, bah, I can't even. F- Honestly, bro, Bafomet Edit six 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 sounds demonic, but thank you for tuning in and contributing. Uh, you guys can follow me on Twitter at Chris Junior underscore nyyst. You can follow the main page at myy sports talk we have again close to 8100 followers on there we're posting lineups news about the team we got a bunch of great writers to the website uh myysportstalk.com check us out and uh i'm going to try and come back with some of these as much as i can uh to get some extra content out there so uh let's hope for a win let's hope for a couple wins let's hope for maybe even three wins to make up for the shit series in oakland and like I said, I will be back hopefully hopefully after the, the Sunday night baseball game. We'll be recording Sunday for the main show, the MYYSD podcast. So make sure you check that out on uh on, on Monday morning. And uh thanks for tuning in. I'm out. <laughs>